Hi, I'm Jim Raffle. Welcome to this week's episode of the Die Subcast. We have a little bit of road noise this week because we are on the road from Raleigh-Durham back to Greensboro. And we just attended the... Oh, Shelby, tell them what conference we were just at. Digital Textile Printing Conference. Co-sponsored by... A-A-C-T-T and A-A-T-C-C and the Printing United Alliance, right? I think that's right. Yeah. So normally we talk about other stuff, but this week we're going to talk about the conference. Which is still going on. We had to leave a little bit early. We did. Um, So we both had the opportunity to be part of panels. Shelby was a moderator of a panel on design. And I was a participant in the color management panel. We were also sponsors of the event. So we had a little tabletop and we were talking about spec check, which if you've listened to this podcast before, you know, we uh, were pretty excited about that iPhone app. We got to show that off a little bit. But it was also, it was great to be at a conference. We'd, we'd both been to a, a couple, three trade shows in the last year. But this is, I think, the first time we were in like a conference environment where we, um, you know, we sat and listened to other speakers and we we got to speak from the podium. And so what did you think of that, Shelby? Well, yeah, it's definitely nice to be back. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I like about this industry is its dedication to education. And even though you get a little bit of that at trade shows, the conferences, I think, are key. getting these different speakers from all walks of life in the printing industry. I loved having uh, such a focus on design in this conference. Uh, I haven't actually been to a conference in the printing industry where design was such a big factor. Yeah, I think that that, that definitely was a unique component. I think some of the, uh, some of the presentations, too, were uh, more technical than you sometimes get at conferences. I, I really enjoyed... Um, yeah, even conferences, though. Oh, okay. um, you know, I'm thinking of uh, both uh, Roy Bonin's presentation on on profiling. I really, you know, getting someone with that depth and breadth of knowledge about profiling, really everything, but, you know, and then digging into textile specifically and dye sublimation. That was, that was cool for me. I'm, I'm sure some of the people there... From the design side, a lot of what he said probably went right over their heads, and and I don't mean that in a bad way. They just don't have the base knowledge. But I think for you know some of the other color management experts there, it was really great to hear a guy who's been doing this for 50 years share some of his experience. Yeah, imagine the changes in technology and just knowledge of 50 years of this. Well, I can I've experienced a big chunk of that, so sure, I yeah. I don't have to imagine. <laughs> There's been quite a lot of advancements in the 12 years I've been in the business, so I can, yeah, I can only imagine. And then Bruce Ridge's uh, presentation on G7 for DTG, direct garment printers. I thought that was, you know, fairly mm-hmm. technical as well. And, um, yeah, I mean, how about from the design side? There were some pretty good design presentations that honestly probably spoke more to you than to me. Um, yes, and I think a lot of the talk with the technology and the software being used and some of the software I was unfamiliar with. So that was particularly interesting to me. I see a lot of smaller uh, design shops using kind of 
the model that we do, you know, you make one piece and then everything else is made to order. You know, you don't have a big stock of, you know, whatever design this is. I, I found that to be a big trend. Customization came up, of course. Uh, at the reception, yes, last night, uh, where the sponsors had all their tables set up and a couple of the designers came over to me to talk, and this was right after the panel that I was moderating on the Designing for the Future, you know, it was interesting to me that some of them were fascinated or interested in the amount of talk we did about color. and. Of course, color is very important to designers, but I don't under, I don't think a lot of designers from the get-go understand all the technology that goes behind color, uh, the math that goes behind color. I, yeah, there's so much more to it than just you know red is red and green is green. Right, right, and and you as you mentioned that it reminds me there was a lot of discussion today in particular about standards work and you know specific ISO standard numbers being referenced the you know some of the the really techie things that there are things I know but it's always helps to be reminded like there is literally no way to turn off ICC uh, profile management in Photoshop right I mean even if you even if you say there's no profile it's still it's going to use your working space because it has to have a profile literally cannot manage a file or work with a file that doesn't have a profile associated with it. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 there was just, there was so much good stuff at this conference. You know, um, the first presentation today with Roy, when he was talking about using Photoshop for some of these profile verifications, I was really interested in that and didn't know some of those. I was getting ready to get out my notebook, but then he handed out those USBs or said he was going to. I'm like, that's fine. He's going to give me all the information. So I really want to go back and look at that presentation that he was nice enough to give out to people who wanted them. Uh, there's some things in there that I think we can use on site. Yeah, I, mean, I actually, some of his test, tar- when he was at Finite Color, um, he shared some of his earlier test targets with me and they were similar to the one that he was using to do the soft proofing evaluation. And, you know, that's some, some of the, I, I, again, it's things I knew, but I've gotten away from a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I do like that he validated some of the things that especially, and I'm gonna go back to our apps again, not so much in inspect check, although that that does apply, but in Chris Helford's other applications, seeing color, doing the 3D visualizations, and while he was up at the podium showing the internal curves for the profile, I was like, oh yeah, we can do that in seeing color now. And I actually pulled up some profiles that I was not really having problems with, but I was concerned weren't maybe as good as they could be. And I was looking at, you know, Chris has built that into seeing color where I can open the right profile. Not only can I visualize it, I can also have, he has like a information page about each profile and I was able to see the curves. And mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I guess I'm actually in good shape because these don't look like problem curves. And I'd forgotten that that, that ability was right in seeing color. So that, that was kind of cool. To, there was to, a piece of software that Roy showed a screenshot of in his presentation this morning to a profile checker, I, was, I think it was. Are you familiar with that? Because I am not, and I was just wondering, is that it's, an older piece of software, or it's is that still in use? It's part of ColorThink. Oh, it is. Okay, so it's ColorThink Pro. Yeah, that's okay. Cool. Okay. Which I technically have a license for, but it's never really worked when I upgraded my MacBook. So okay. someday I'll get I it working again. <laughs> I, I I just had not seen that, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you got to moderate a panel. For the first time. For the first time. Yes. And it was a design panel. Yes. And I had to, uh, didn't get to listen a lot because I was manning our tabletop, which was opened right after your your session. So what was your one or two biggest takeaways from the panel that you moderated? Um, well, I think for me, the coolest thing is that my panel was made up of presenters who had, you know, they'd already spoken earlier in the day. So I didn't even have to do any reintroduction of them, but they were all women from different walks of life. And including myself, there were four of, of us up there representing companies that were either women owned or women founded. And I thought that was pretty special, but this industry, you know, I mean, when I first got into it, uh, you know, 12 years ago or whatever, you know, I noticed that the women and younger people in general weren't very well represented in my opinion. And I think I'm, you know, I'm really starting to see a big change in that. And so that was really special to be a part of that. I thought, um, but also, these were really cool women who have different businesses. Uh, you know, one of them was a, a representing the younger generation. She spoke earlier, and she has a fantastic business and a bright future ahead of her. And she made time to come out to the sponsor table afterwards, and we had a really nice conversation and exchanged business cards. And she was really interested in doing some color management work. And uh, you know. Shoshana, you know, we've had her on the podcast before, so, you know, I've already had a pretty good understanding of her background, but even so, you know, her presentation beforehand and her thoughts on design and color, marketing, customer service, um, you know, she's, she's been in the industry a long time and, you know, she just has a lot of knowledge to give. And then Kristen, um, you know, also very cool and you know i loved her thoughts you know we were talking about designing for the future and you know she does interiors and her thoughts on like virtual reality um and artificial intelligence uh during the panel discussion i found really interesting well that's cool so what else do we want to talk about <laughs> well you want to talk about the funniest thing that happened at the conference well wait before you get to that <laughs> Sorry, I can't so, stop laughing about that. So, so I was on on the panel uh, just you know a few hours ago, and I think the thing that was um, was interesting about that panel is, well, honestly, the amount of knowledge that was up at that table. Well, that's for sure. Um, and and the the fact that you had four really humble guys who. Um, you know, just didn't want anybody to know how much they knew. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hope everybody noted that sarcasm. No, honestly, I, I know these guys all pretty well. And um, I don't think any one of us would deny that we have a, have at least a little bit of an ego. But but I think it's all in a good way. We, we all, you know, we show up at these conferences, you know, typically... Um, primarily at our own expense and, and and we're really there just to share what we've learned from other people knowledge yeah and which is and typically we've learned it from other people who did the same thing so that was that was pretty cool to be able to get up there and and you know listen to the questions and be able to provide answers that hopefully spark someone's you know interest to go further down the rabbit hole of of color color verification color process control 
and the the topic that interested me the most, the questions, there seemed to be multiple questions, at least when you really dug down, uh, focused around the topic of spot colors. It just seems like the the growth of interest in spot colors as they relate to color management and you know dye sublimation, really other other technologies as well. But it, it just seems like we're getting more and more work focused around creating spot color palettes for dye sublimation work. And it doesn't sound like it's just us. I mean, Roy bought, brought it up. Uh, Dan Gillespie brought it up. Um, you know, I didn't hear it quite as much from um, Bruce Ridge, but but I think maybe that's because on the screen printing side, they just, you know, when someone has a spot color, they make the right ink, right? Right, yeah. Right, so, but yeah, I mean, that, that was it. So so something funny happened, you thought? I, I don't remember anything funny happening. You do, too. No, I have <laughs> There's no... There's photographic evidence. I have no recollection. <laughs> Go ahead. No, why don't you tell it? It's, it's oh, no, I've it. got, I can't remember, I can't even remember it. All right, so Jim has this thing when he's speaking. He will choose a shirt. He goes out and buys these shirts, typically from Tommy Bahama, uh, that are colorful, different patterns. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, we deal with color, so he wants to, you know, not necessarily wear black like we always do on site. He wants to stand out a little bit, and he thinks it's, you know, appropriate for speaking gigs, which is totally fine. But apparently he's not the only one because he showed up and, um, you know, he was speaking today on his panel and he, this morning he shows up and we're, we're getting ready to start the day and he shows up with his Tommy Bahama brightly checkered shirt with a sport coat over it and his khaki pants. And I look over and our colleague, Nick, and I'm not going to be able to pronounce Nick's last name correctly. Starts with, well, he's been on the podcast, so just yeah, go back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Starts so, with a B. Yeah. <laughs> we work with Nick. He helped us get our heat, heat presses for our Daiso business. But anyway, um, I don't want to murder his name. So <laughs> I look over and there's Nick talking to Ray, the organ, one of the organizers of the conference. And he has on the exact same shirt, the exact same shirt, not similar, exact same shirt. Well, it wasn't the exact same one because I was wearing mine. Well, it's the same <laughs> With a sport coat over it and khaki pants, and I discovered, I noticed it first, and I just, I literally started crying. I was laughing so hard, and then people were taking photos, and they got the official photographer taking photos. I don't know. And and I just want to so funny. And I just want to explain that everyone was so happy that they were laughing because they were so happy that two well-dressed gentlemen just you know had a similar taste in clothing. I'm sure that's all it was. <laughs> Well, as I told you, and, you know, and it was great that both of you were speaking, too. <laughs> but, you know, you got up there at 1030 and Nick followed up at 11. So you got to debut the shirt first, I guess. Are you having fun with this yet? I haven't had fun with it for hours. <laughs> All right. Well, we've arrived at our destination. I feel like this is... Uh, a shorter one. Isn't there, isn't there like a... Um, wasn't there like a whole game show that happened inside of a, a cab? Cash cab. I feel like we're in cash oh, cab, right? Yeah. It's like, so we've arrived at our destination yeah, and, we're and, and everyone's got a bail out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So thanks for joining us for this week's uh, Die Subcast. We know we haven't been uh, publishing our episodes as regularly as we had throughout the year. Uh, it's been a kind of a busy end to the year. Uh, we've got this episode, obviously. We're going to probably do a year in review episode 
sometime in the next week or two. And we are thinking that we want to get back on the weekly track next year, but we'll be making those decisions soon. So if you have anything to uh, share with us, you have any questions, I'm uh, Jim at colorcasters.com. And you are? I'm Shelby. Do you have an email address? Oh, yeah. Shelby at colorcasters.com. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week, hopefully.